Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week, I bring you stories that will inspire you, educate you, and give you hope. I always love saying that. I could never get enough of saying that. I want to thank my studio sponsor, The Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency located right here in downtown Chandler. And I want to thank my business partner today on today's episode, Gleason Roofing. Gleason Roofing is a local family-owned company. They've been in They've been in business over 15 years with experience working on roofs in Arizona. Please check them out on Google reviews for statements from their satisfied customers. They install quality roofing at a reasonable price. Give them a call 480-338-6644. Ooh, I love this one. It's been taking a while to get this interview, but today's the day. Today, my guests are Delia Faulkner, and Martina Webster. They are the producers of an amazing movie, Hashtag Blessed the Movie, that was inspired by Delia's journey in her life, struggles with depression, suicide thoughts, anxiety, and we'll let her tell you what other things. It's a great movie. And now they're working on another movie called The Christmas Witch. Please help me welcome my guests today, Delia and Martina. Hi, ladies. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Thanks so much for having us. Finally, I saw you, but then I didn't get to see you for very long for all the things that we do in the community. So thank you so much for this time. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you for having us. And I have my copy of The Christmas uh, Witch and, of course, Hashtag Bless that I got to go to the premiere and uh, I, I could watch it over and over. So we're actually going to talk about this. <laughs> Before we get Lovely. into that, I, um, you guys do a lot of different projects. And I'm going to start, oh, I forgot to mention to our viewers and our listeners that you're a mom and daughter duo. In that we are. <laughs> I admire that a lot. And I think I've told you guys that. It's a great thing that you guys can put things together and give love and hope in your community up in the northern part of Arizona. But it reaches us down here in the middle part of Arizona. Now, you're also the founder of the Sholo Film Festival, White Mountains Film Fest, and the Arizona Mountains Film Festival. So you guys have a little bit of work cut out for you, and you touch everybody. Yeah, just a wee bit. Just a little bit. Well, you know, we do what we can, right? So I'm going to start with Martina. I know this was a vision of yours, and then you will share with us why Delia is a part of this journey too. Where is it that you started that you felt that this was going to be a project that was going to not just be for the two of you, but for everyone to enjoy? My, my goal for the production company and making movies is movies with meaning. And that was very important to me. However, I do love Christmas movies but I did not want to have like the same cookie cutter pattern, you know, same old story. And I thought this might be a perfect time to wrap something up as, as heavy as suicide into a neat little package so that it's entertaining and not depressing, but yet it tells a story and also gives you hope. Oh, my word. I love that. <laughs> Delia, this actually was about your journey. Please share with us. Yes. So when my mom had asked me to write the script, it was my first screenplay. So initially I was kind of 
wait, what you, you want me to do what? <laughs> but I figured, okay, I'm just going to dive in. This is a, this is going to be a, an interesting project for me. And so what I found in that process was really, I needed to dig deep and pull from what I knew. They always tell writers to write what you know. And so I pulled from my own personal struggles when I was growing up, when I was in college, and when I was really struggling with depression and not knowing how to go about life. I don't think any of us, no matter what age we are, really know what we're supposed to do from one point to the next until we just go, I'll figure this out. And then that's kind of what happened with this journey of the book and the movie and all the other things that you guys are doing. And when we're younger, right. I think it's probably the most struggling part. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. I think the longer we stick around, the more we learn from ourselves and from our communities, the people we surround ourselves with. But I also feel like as we are younger and in the world today, there's so much more opportunity for us to compare ourselves you know, keeping up with the Joneses, where it used to be your next door neighbor, now it's in your pocket and it follows you around. The whole so, world. Yeah, the whole world is keeping up with the Joneses. And I felt like it was also a good opportunity to speak to, this can be a wonderful tool and this can also be something that we need to heal. You know, you're talking yeah, about keeping sure. up with the, you talk about keeping up with the Joneses. My thing is that I don't, I don't care what walk of life you're on, whether you have a social platform or not, we're always on spotlight, right? So it's not just so about true. keeping up with the gym. Very we're always on spotlight. You've got people that, with no pun intended, with what we had to deal with a couple of years ago, we're not going to go there, is the masks that we wear to say, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And inside you're going, no, I'm not. And I think that's one of the things right. that Dalia, you were able to put in your writing. But Martina, I'm going to ask you since, mom and daughter, and you were living part of this with her, where did you decide that this needed to be written and she had to put it in a movie? Was that to help her? Well, actually, I was not aware on how deep this actually went until mm -hmm. I read the script. I wanted her to write something like a modern, it's a wonderful life, but with a lot of meaning in it. And then she you know, ended up writing her story. And I, I knew some of it, but I didn't know how how deep the extent really was. So for me, it was, wow, you know, here we have this beautiful relationship. And I didn't, I didn't see that my daughter was at the edge because she was at college. And, it, you know, I was grateful that this actually helped her heal, I believe. That was my Definitely next question. part of my journey. That was my next question is writing that out. So mom thought it was going to be a great fabulous life type movie. And in, in, in the end, you found out there was a lot more details that weren't so the wonderful life. <laughs> not yeah. that you, yeah, <laughs> sure. not that you, yeah, not that you were saying that you weren't a part of the wonderful life. You didn't realize that the individuality of what Dalia was dealing with was not so wonderful. Yes. And, and how she said in the film, there's no shame in asking for help she realized that when she wrote the script that there isn't shame, but I think most. Right. But yeah. I also still struggle with that very much. This mm -hmm. is still a very real issue I'm working on right now today. And that's when I need help or support is it's very difficult for me to get 
to the point to ask it, but that's why I'm doing it. And I'm continuing to get uncomfortable because I know the more I do it, the more other people are going to allow themselves to ask for help too. And I think sometimes it's this, this, um, look at, oh, that's a strong person. But I think a, a strong person makes someone that realizes when they need help to ask what. That's the real strength. You don't have to be carrying the whole world on your shoulder to be strong. I think asking for help is what makes you strong. You're speaking my language. I, you already know my <laughs> personal story. And people are like, you're so yeah. strong. And I go, I don't want to hear that because I am just as weak and sensitive, not weak in like the sense I can't take care of myself, but I'm weak in my emotions at times and I wear my heart on my sleeve because I know my journey of my life, not just the one you guys know, but the ones that other people don't know about that don't matter, right. but they've made me who I am. So when people say you're so strong, I'm like, oh, no. And there's a lot of people that say, <laughs> oh, like you guys, you know, you could deal with the anxiety, the suicide attempts or, or the different things that you had experienced. Everyone has something, and I think, I don't know why society, mm -hmm. or we think that saying, um, I can do this, and we're like, no, I can't. It's so hard to say, like you said, ask for help. So I struggle with it, too, just so right. you know. Um, I'm going to ask you, if that's okay, Delia, to walk us through a little bit for us to understand what you were going through, that you ended up writing it all out, that mom was like, wait a minute, this is not what I was expecting. So you want to take us back there? So... Like I had mentioned, it was my first screenplay. So I kind of had a skeleton of an idea. We had the concept like modern, it's a wonderful life. So I wrote that framework out first and it was okay, but it didn't start coming together and flowing into the story that is hashtag blessed as it is today until I started to pull from my heart and my lived experiences. So once I started doing that, and noticing my own emotional reaction as I was writing, you know, oh, wow, this was a really difficult scene to write. That, it was, it was in that moment I knew, okay, well, if this is making me feel something, then it's absolutely gonna make somebody else feel something. I love that you just said that because that's so very true. And so then you came together and Martino's like, oh, wait a minute, this is a whole different movie that we're gonna be putting together. So how did you decide how this was going to be put together? That this is the actual like setting of Christmas. You mentioned you like Christmas. I've seen the movie. I don't want to give it away for those who haven't. Um, but where did you come <laughs> up with that kind of setting for this type of situation? Well, <clears throat> that's, that's, that's really a good question. It hit me hard at first, but then the more I thought about it going, you know, this is a story that needs to you know come out and the way it was put to wrap it up in this beautiful christmas bow but yet have that underlying heavy tone that you don't realize and and you root for jesse and and you're concerned about grandma till the very end and then of course you know there's a happy ending it's a christmas movie it has to be a happy <laughs> ending but I actually was told not to do this by what? many people. They said, yeah, they said, well, it's not, you know, it's too heavy. You shouldn't do it. No one's going to want to show the film. Uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas movies all have to be happy. 
And but Christmas isn't always happy for everybody. No, it's not, especially people that have just lost someone. Like our neighbor lost her husband. This Christmas was extremely hard for her. And we made sure that, you know, she was okay and family came over. And I figured, okay, this is not about the money or making the movie anymore. It's about making this movie. And if so many people tell me I shouldn't do it and my gut tells me, no, we need to do it. Yeah. We went with the gut and we're taking a risk. And I'm glad I, we did. Me too. I'm, I'm glad that you did too, because I didn't know you prior <laughs> to this. Um, aren't you glad that someone said, and I've actually dealt with this myself, which is why I have a new platform that I'm glad that you could be a part of. I heard several times since I started doing this in 2018, I started on my cell phone with a little app. Yeah. And that's how I started this. And now here I am. And I love and I want to thank those people who said, you should be doing something else. No one's going to understand what you're mm -hmm. doing. Good luck. Good luck with that. So aren't you glad that those people gave you a little bit more of a reason to say, oh, watch what oh, I just yeah. did. Yeah, absolutely. I love it when people tell me you can't do that. She loves the challenge. Yeah. Do not challenge I do too. my mother, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go it's into not, the next. It's not like a dare. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm going to call it a growth. And for everyone else yeah. to learn from your growth so they can grow too. <laughs> um, but Hashtag Bless is a wonderful movie. And it could be heavy if you're looking at just the parts that you talk about, like the suicide mm -hmm. part. But there's the other stuff that is real in people's lives. And as you already mentioned, mm -hmm. the holidays, we're supposed to be all like happy, but that's not always the case. I know that one for my own journey no. that I've had to find the beauty in Christmas. And so it sounds as though yeah. you put beauty back into something that could be very heavy. And, and that's very well put. The movie is made so that people find the joy of Christmas again. Just like Jesse. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We keep telling this, you know, these things in the movie, and we haven't told anyone about what the whole story is about. So that means they're going to have to go and find it. So I'm going to give you this option right now to tell us where we can find the movie so that they can get their own copy. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so you can stream hashtag bless on many different platforms. We also have DVDs available on our website at hashtag blessthemovie.com. You can stream via Tubi, on uh, PureFlix, Flex, UpTV, Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. and many others. So in other words, you can be found just about anywhere. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So now we have another movie you guys are in the works for, which is the book, The Christmas Witch. Tell me about this one yes. because I really don't know much about it. I've only gotten to read a few pages with my busy life like you guys, but I will, I promise. Well, I'm going to let her talk, but just to let you know, Hashtag Blessed introduced Amberlight Valley. I was going to go there to the too. audience. Okay. And The Christmas Witch is the first book in the Amberlight Valley series that's going to continue and you're going to meet a lot of characters and different areas. So take it away. <laughs> yeah, so The Christmas Witch has the kind of vibes of Gilmore Girls meets Harry Potter. Oh, wow. So it's very small town vibes. It's mountain magic. It is whimsical. You have a mother-daughter relationship. 
and they move from Scotland over to Amberlight Valley. They're both dealing with grief for the mm-hmm. loss of the husband slash father and uh, learn that they have magic and need to defeat this really awful entity called the mist. So the theme again is Christmassy. Is that your favorite thing A little to bring bit, back? Yes. Okay. Now talk about Amber Light. I do. I do love Christmas. Um, I wanted to sprinkle a little of Christmas into this. This story just kind of came to me when um, I was writing hashtag blessed. So there's actually characters inside the Christmas witch that are also in hashtag blessed the movie as they are both inside Amberlight Valley. But uh, it's a very different kind of story. And also deals with bullying at school. Yes. But again, it's, it's all wrapped up in that neat little package. So you don't realize, you know, that the heaviness under that's underlying. Now, you just talked about bullying, but that wasn't one of the things that you dealt with when it came to the Christmas witch. So tell me why you chose that, too. For the Christmas witch, I yeah. wanted to directly speak to it because it's something I directly experienced in my scholastic endeavors. <laughs> so I could absolutely speak from experience in that regard. So I figured, hey, you know, I know kids today too are dealing with a whole other realm of that. And so I'm hopeful because the book doesn't really touch too much on the digital aspects of it, mm-hmm. but I do want to include that in the film. So you also have a blog for Amberlight. You want to share that? I I, I get your newsletter, so I want you to share that in case someone wants to learn more (laughs) about the journey of what Amberlight is and more about what you guys are doing. Yes, thank you so much. So I have this really cool, I guess you could call it like a secret garden on the internet called Amberlight Valley, and it's at meetmeinamberlight.com. It's a hub where you can talk about my books, the, the movies that I'm writing, that we're making, we're uh, posting auditions and opportunities challenges. for extras. There's challenges, uh, all kinds of exciting giveaways and fun things in there. And it's absolutely free, a fun way to get to know other people who have watched Hashtag Blessed or read The Christmas List. Or, or just need a little extra help sometimes. Just yeah, to- that is that is totally a wonderful space for support. Yeah. I like that you say that because the way that we are connecting nowadays, ever since 2020, I don't know if that's ever going to leave our lips as long as we live, because to me, it was like a reset on everything, no matter your walk of Mm -hmm. life. And for me, I was able to rebrand myself because other things I was used to were no longer the same as we knew them to be, which actually works out great. And also, when you think about it, when you look at resources or people who are needing help, um, we would have a phone number, which we still do. You know, you have your um, emergency numbers and your hotlines, but then now you can connect Mm -hmm. through blogs and, and of course, books and Mm -hmm. movies. Of course, of course. So I also know you have a couple of other projects, but we're only gonna touch upon a couple of them. So I think one of them, because I had a guest here a week ago, who also played a little cameo in your movie and lives up there near you guys, who had a um, near-death experience, and you are looking at producing his movie, 
coffee and God. Is that correct? Coffee, coffee and God. Yes, yes that's Tim. He's a Tim wonderful Oldman. person. I when I mean when I heard his story, I I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. yes, for sure, we we want to do this project. Movies with meaning. Yeah, and movies with what we're all about. Totally. So the script is done, and now we're raising funds. And I'm crossing my fingers because it looked like Pure Flix might be interested in actually helping us produce this film. But we'll cross our fingers. Okay, so. Put the good intentions out there for it. Yes, yeah, please. <laughs> I love his story, and I'll cross my fingers. And like you said, movies with meanings. And I love Pure Flix. I've always been a subscriber to their movies. And um, it just brings a different piece and relation to real life things that happen. Um, so thank you for being one of those people as well that gives hope to other people based on your stories and seeing other people's that you can put it in a film. So before I ask my final yeah. question, I use I ask a lot of questions, <laughs> but is, is there we anything that... We love it. We love it. I tell, I, I had a, a particular individual that said, you sure ask a lot of questions. So my response was, I do. <laughs> so I'm doing quite well with that. <laughs> I'm doing quite well with that. Is there anything that I did not ask that you want to share before I ask that last question? Oh, wow. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of anything other than, you know, with the, doing the films and the film festival, we really want to highlight Arizona. We're going to film our films here. We are as much as humanly yeah, possible. We're bringing the filmmakers to the film festival. We have a must attend policy to bring them up here and show them, hey, you can come film here. And of course, with the new tax incentives, that yeah. might help a lot more. <laughs> uh, but that's 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 another goal for us and mentoring young filmmakers. Thank yeah. you. So I have one. Final. I think the only thing that I would love to add is if you do end up getting a copy of The Christmas Witch and you love it, I do have book two available for pre-order right now, and that is called Lost in Time. It's coming out this year, so book two will be in your hands very soon. And that will be the next film. So there is no waiting. It's next one. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love right? that. I really do love what you guys do as a mother and a daughter team. Um, I live vicariously through what you're doing because I know that if my daughter was here, we would have that type of relationship, not with the movies, yes. but we would be doing yes. something that would be impactful to other people to say you can do this too. So thank you for being that example setter. Thank you. Thank you. So I have this final question and it's a question that if I only had one question to ask to learn about an individual in their life, it would be this one. So I'm gonna let, uh, we'll let Martina go first. What message based on your journey of life would you like to leave with everyone? That you can follow your dreams at whatever age you are. I'm proud to say I'm gonna be 64 and I'm not ready to sit in a corner and knit, even so knitting, it's not, <laughs> I'm not putting it down, but I'm just, I just want to do things that I really like. I want to spend my time. Um, it's precious. You can't get it back. It's not, you can't buy more of it. You can't 
rent more. You know, once it's gone, it's gone. So to me right now, whatever I have left in this life is important to leave that message that you can do whatever you want at whatever age. There's no, there's no limit as long as you have the guts and the drive to do something about it. That was, yeah, I do, I do too. That was super powerful because I had this visual of seeing you try to knit and I was like, yeah, that's like me wearing a pair of tennis shoes that I have to tie them. I don't have anything that I have to tie. (laughs) 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 So no, I can't see you doing the knitting in a corner by no means. (laughs) Same question for you, Philia. What message would you like to leave everyone based on your journey of life? You gotta just trust your heart. And I know it sounds so simple and so cliche, but I keep coming back to that lesson. You know, you have to to follow what really truly lights you up. If, If you feel pulled to grab a canvas and start painting it, and you just, if you feel moved to do that, please do it. Whatever you feel inspired to create, just trust your heart and allow that to come through because what your gifts are in this lifetime absolutely need to be shared. A thousand percent agree on that one too. Chasing dreams, follow your heart. And if it scares you, it's because you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, absolutely. And, I, and I say that too, because being here, I was a kid, I was told, Christine, don't talk to strangers. Christine, don't ask so many <laughs> Don't ask so many questions. Well, (laughs) it's working out for me. (laughs) I agree. Keep asking questions. (laughs) And, And of course, following a dream that I didn't know was my gift until I stepped into it because it scared the bejeebies out of me. And then when I started on my phone, I was like, what am I doing? And then now I'm sitting here and I go, this is why. It scared me. I followed my heart. My your heart is your intuition and I I stick with that. So thank you both for that answer. I loved that answer. Thank you for having us. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, trusting me and asking all these questions (laughs) and sharing these fabulous storytelling, relatable stories for people to enjoy too. Anything else before I close? Just thanking you. Yeah, just a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. All right. I want to thank my studio sponsor, the Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency located right here in downtown Chandler, and my business partner who sponsored today's episode, Gleason Roofing, is a local family-owned company. They've been in business for over 15 years, experienced in working on roofs in Arizona. Check them out on Google reviews for statements from their satisfied customers. They install quality roofing at a reasonable price. Give them a call, 480-338-6644. Woo, another great story. If you have a story you want to share, know someone who has a story, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, please email me also to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well, and you take care.